it's, you know, and it was like, it felt good in my hand. It was smooth. You're already like done. Are you done? We haven't even started. We haven't started. Uh, hello and welcome everyone to this special edition of I almost said Game Grumps. <laughs> special edition of Dynamic Resolution uh, video game show. We uh, this is uh, Shane and Derek. Hello, say hello. Hello. Uh, we're at San Diego Comic Con. Cracking open a protein shake. Uh, yeah. Live on air. Uh, Live on air instead of 20 seconds ago. It's all about ambiance. It's letting people know that we're alive. We're interacting. You're. Watch this. Watch this. I'm, Oh my god! I'm in a chair. This is my last episode. Yeah, absolutely. Of the show. Uh, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, you're not. <laughs> um, yeah, that so was a revelation. Yeah, so we're we're at San Diego Comic Con uh, 2023. This is day two, Friday. Uh, we did it's like pre- two and a half. Like preview night preview was night. on Wednesday. Yeah, I didn't hit the show floor until today for the first time. <laughs> and it's, I mean, does today count? You were on there for 30 seconds. The show floor is an awful place to be when you're an adult that's been to Comic-Con more than a couple of times. Yeah. And so uh, when you have had been fortunate enough to go as many times as we have, uh, you tend to avoid it. I, I jumped on the floor shortly after it opened on preview night because there was like three things that I wanted to purchase. And I like ran to each of those booths and then left and then by... I don't know. Preview night started at six, was it? And by six forty-five, we were in the pool. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're um, and we sound like dick bags right now. We're very fortunate to be have been able to come as much as we have. There's just a lot of people, and I think that immediately and every time I've gone on the floor, it has felt like more people than ever uh, in the past. Like walking around the floor because. You know, the ongoing uh, SAG and the ongoing WGA strikes, most of the big panels and, mo- mo- like, the studios aren't here. All and either, the big panels. Yeah, the studios aren't here. The big panels that, like, fill Hall H are not happening. Hall H is closed on Sunday, and every other day there's, like, three panels uh, only instead of being a whole day of content. And, like, one or two of those panels are panels that would not have made it to Hall H uh, on a typical year. So those people aren't in the panel rooms, and they're on the floor instead. So it's it's awful. Yeah, so if you're not familiar with uh, Comic-Con, um, it's the biggest convention of the year of its type. Um, all, like, there's just all sorts of stuff that gets announced here. But because uh, it and Hall H itself holds... I think it's like 8,000 people, but that might be a lie. But it's a it, lot. It's at least three... It's thousands of people fit into this hall and uh that's where all the big uh big stuff gets announced and this year because of the strikes there's like two or three panels a day and the just the left of the convention center they have they've built these tents and uh like waiting areas people camp out for days to get into the hall age and 6500 people is the capacity of hall age yeah that's pretty that's so there's uh, and because there's nothing going on, like we, whenever you walk by Hall H, uh, the line outside, there's tents, and there's just typically just full. People are wrapped all the way around the back of the convention center, <clears throat> and they want to go in and they want to see their their favorite stars and see what's happening next. 
Um, or in the case of that one Harry Potter fan gets stabbed in the face with a pencil. What? Yeah, there was a Harry Potter fan that got stabbed uh, at a Harry Potter panel in the face with a pen. No way. In yeah, Hall pen. H? Yeah. That's why they're not allowed pens anymore. Yeah. No, it's a, no, I don't know. Yeah, it's a thing. But this year... Why? Why? Why did it get stabbed? I don't know what the... The, the fuck did he do? <laughs> I don't know. He didn't like Dobby or something? Maybe, you know, maybe... Do he... not open a clip bar right now. you got to stop. <laughs> I'm hungry. Um, uh... So yeah, but there's so at any given time there's 6,500 people that are that would typically be in this hall are now out downtown or on the show floor, and it's bedlam. Like the the the, the convention center floor where all the booths are is is always chaotic. But this year there's just I I don't know. Do you, like I think I I mean this thing's been going on for. Uh, you know, like set, 60 years, yeah. 65 years, uh, uh, 70, since the 70s, 50 years ish. Um, so the convention proprietors have to have accounted for, okay, Hall H is going to be full at all times. So that's 6,500 people that we don't have to worry about. And this year, because of the strikes, I mean, not that it was always this busy. That's, I think a lot of that busyness only came in once the convention really became. Like ruled by the studios and the TV, yeah, TV shows and that sort of thing. So yeah, they just downtown's crazy. Um, they they have like roads blocked blocked off to vehicles now, which is great. Yeah, that was not the case last time you were here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I was here in 2018. Um, but yeah, so what do we? So you only missed two. Yeah, I only missed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, and uh, it sounds like I missed the two worst ones. Or maybe or the best. Why would they have been the worst? It was a joke. Oh, yeah, that's it. Uh, so yeah, what do we? Uh, I came in Wednesday morning. You were already here with Matt and Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Um, and what did we do the first night? Uh, preview night. We got here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what it's did, all a whirlwind? What do we do? Should I get my phone? To look no, at no, 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 no. With who's two? With oh my God. <laughs> Wednesday night, uh, Chain and I were fortunate enough to, uh, one of the big things that's taken over, I don't know, the whole time that I've been coming uh, to San Diego Comic-Con has been um, a lot of companies, often for, for movie or television or video game uh, related properties, will do these giant like off-site activations. So the, you know, the convention and, and the things that they want to show off are, are have become too big for the convention itself. And so... Uh, companies will like rent out the space of a restaurant or uh, a retail store or something like, like that a bar. or a bar for for the week and just like basically gut it and, and turn it into their own thing. Um, I mean, one year there was that whiskey bar that was uh, it turned to Ubisoft, right? Or the Tomb Raider. Rise of Tomb Raider. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was like you were in like a jungle and there was like. A... And they're so well done. Yeah. And it's like they're always so mind blowing because there are these things that like like they they take longer to put them together and build them than they exist for um and and it's always like like i feel like every year michaela um she always asks me like why do they even do those like what is the how like how those things look so expensive and they're so hard to get into like it's like 
you know, everyone that's going wants to do these things and because there's often like cool swag and a lot of people try to put that stuff on eBay and there's free drinks and food and in a lot of them, which is what I go for because my exchange rate is very bad. Um, and, and like pe- uh, people post, I mean, it's all for like post this on social media with our hashtag. Yeah, yeah. To get But the... it's like, so it's like, obviously it's like advertising and so it's like part of a, some sort of marketing budget and stuff, but it's like, do for the cost for what that must cost how much return can they get like have you ever gone to a comic-con and not known about a property and then watched that property or played that property because of seeing either doing the off-site or seeing people post about it uh the the two things we just did uh uh we did the uh the fx pavilion um which had uh you know their FX shows, but they had Shogun, which is something I hadn't heard of, and then this Murder at the End of the World, which seems pretty fucking cool. Um, and those are two things I'm gonna check out. But are you gonna check them out because of this, or like had I, you know I, like like they're they're things that they haven't really talked very much about, and and like I hadn't heard of Shogun before coming here as well. But that doesn't have a release date right now, aside from 2024. So obviously before that comes out, you're gonna see an ad on YouTube, or you're gonna see something pop up somewhere, or someone's gonna mention it somewhere. And that's up your alley. Like, you were literally, like, we were there, and you're like, shit, I gotta play Ghost of Tsushima. I love Samurais and shit. So, like, that was right up your alley anyways. I don't think you're going to watch it now because you went to this thing. I think I think me as an individual, and knowing just how, like, so, so much of a cynical curmudgeon I am for this stuff. Like, I don't, I, I, like, Marvel stuff doesn't, you know, peg the needle for me to any capacity. And it's just, it's Is just that like, a phrase? Yeah. Peg the needle. Yeah, I don't. Or think like that's raise a thing. the needle, or thread tip, the needle, tip the needle. It's like a tip needle, the like, scales, like a needle on a gauge. You've never heard that phrase? Nah, I don't think it's a thing. Yeah, it. Listen, it's a thing. All right. Yeah. Maybe in Alaska. Yeah. Um, we call them snow machines in Alaska. I don't get it. They call them snowmobiles everywhere else. Oh, okay. So yeah, it could be an Alaska thing. Right. Um, tip the needle. That's what it is. Tip scales? All right, doesn't peg the email. Anyway, so I, I, for me as the individual, I saw the Shogun stuff. They have like, uh, like fake cherry blossoms and just like screwed to existing trees with decking. Is that what was happening? Yeah, they were like drilled into a like a a sapling. Really? (laughs) With a decking screw. So these these fake silk. Maybe these aren't as high budget as I thought they were. Well, that was something that we were saying. So typically, uh, FX in particular has really cool, and uh, they're called activations. Which where did that like phrase come from? Marketing. Yeah, marketing. Marketing department. Yeah. So these like I don't know like activations. They, they activate you as a consumer to consume want to product. Consume, yeah, yeah. Consume product. Um, FX has been pretty cool, but this year it was pretty milk toast. Yeah, FX has traditionally had I think the highest like for for the companies that come often it's the highest like quality yeah like off sites and there you know we when we were standing in line uh like waiting for our turn to get into some of these things half an hour ago like we were literally talking about like how cool some of the previous ones have been and i don't know that anything well no i do know nothing that we saw in it today was as nearly as cool as the worst one that we've seen on previous years yeah and i think what has it's tough like what's like they used to feel like big experiences often that were like really associated with the property as well um you know like previous 
previous American Horror Story ones have always been like themed around whatever season was coming out at the time. I was telling you about this like amazing one from a few years ago for American Horror Story 1984, where like you, you know you go in this room and you're being like trained as like camp counselors, and then like a killer tries to start coming in through the window, and then they like lead you through this like this is all like in a building that they've built like in a field basically like they, they start leading you through uh you know this like smoky forest and like like it it felt amazing and it felt so high budget but like this one was just like not really associated with anything it was like essentially a tiny room um it was the american horror story wellness it was the well yeah the wellness center but i but they i don't know if that has anything to do with the previous season of american horror story i don't think it does and the next season of american horror story i don't think they've even started teasing yet um so it was just like you go in a room and someone like with like creepy makeup on asks you to sit down and they give you this weird like little lemony juice cup and ask you to drink it and then like <laughs> lead you through a curtain to the other side of the room and ask you to like sit on this like little hospital bed um because you're like gonna get your wellness shot or something and then someone else turns around and they like run at you a little bit spookily yeah it was uh, pretty... which scared you it got you you're a baby yeah uh, for these kind of things yeah uh, and I, I i've said this before i have like a weird uh phobia of haunted houses like explicitly haunted houses there's something about them maybe because we as a, a very young child we would go you were to, left in one uh no we there was up from my house there was the community like haunted house like food drive thing uh for halloween and it was like the army put it on so it was these fucking army dudes that would get like their fake training blood and <laughs> and like it i've seen some crazy stuff at this at way too young and it scarred me but there's something about I don't know. Maybe this is a conversation for my therapist, but like betterhelp.com. Betterhelp.com. Uh save 10 10% when you use the code Derek Cranavelt. Um but so I'm always on edge when something feels like a haunted house. Um you but don't really pitch, watch that, like horror movies or anything either, uh, do you? Not from time like, to time. Do you feel the same when you watch like a horror movie or no. is it like an in-person thing? Yeah, yeah. it's 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 the whole thing of like you're in a like cheaply made set with a facade and there's actors that are that like and then there's like creepy music or you have like a subwoofer behind a bush and it just it reminds me of being terrified as a kid mm. like um but i'll i'll watch like m- my favorite horror movie of all time is final destination and that scares me less than <laughs> yeah. a woman in a red dress walking around with can- <laughs> lollipops <laughs> So I guess I'm just like on edge um, f- f- because of the whole like you know you can still smell the paint and it just triggers like <laughs> like right but yeah this but uh, then we did this other one for um, uh, murder at the end of the world and it was like a ten minute quote unquote activation and it was fucking dumb like I don't want to be like rude but but it, you are it was, always it, like you get led into this room. And it's like a. And from the outside, it just looks like it doesn't. It's not themed or anything. Like it just looks like a, a tent, dome, like a dome yeah. tent thing that they've built. Yeah, and um, and but you walk in and it's like a fake private jet. You're in chairs and there's a stewardess and she's walking around, and she has her spiel about, you know, which is relevant to the show. Can you not text? I'm not. What are you reading? Read it for the class. No. Yeah. No. Focus. Hey, hey. I, I am on edge because at any time, 
last minute tickets for the Taylor Swift show on Sunday could come out and then fuck the show. I'm trying to get them. <laughs> um, but so we're on this like plane and she does the whole spiel. And then she says at one point you can move about the ca- cabin and take pictures, mm-hmm. but there was nothing interesting to take pictures of. And there was, a, there was like the amount of people in there was like you couldn't really move around either. Yeah, there was nine people. Whereas, like, traditionally, I feel like if, if you had time like that, it would be like there would be secrets to find and stuff like that. But there really wasn't anything to interact with. or, or And there was nothing like nothing interesting to take pictures of. And then we got these little NFC rings that she's like, we will activate the ring and then you are allowed to leave. And it's just a plastic ring that she, like, scanned at a on a board and then the door opened up and then we got to our destination and the destination was cool it was like a um like derek said a, a dome uh check out geodome.biz on the internet geodesic domes and um it had a screen on it and they had uh northern lights being projected on it and there was like fake um and it was like noticeably cooler in that room like yeah. that's the room that got air conditioning yeah and then like then they just played the trailer for the show, and they're like, okay, you can leave. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, it just seemed, like, not as well thought out as it has been in previous years as well. Like, in previous years, there was shade. And this year, it's like a, it's like they've taken up more space, but with, like, the same amount of budget or something. Yeah. And so there's a lot of open areas. And it's like, the sun is directly above you, and there's it's literally t- no... typically where the sun is. There's literally, like, no shade in the entire place. And then, like, even I had mentioned, I was like, oh, it's interesting. Like, in previous years, there's been, like, shaded areas. But also, like, you know, remember a few years ago, they had, like, uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia-themed, like, uh, sunscreen stations and and that sort of thing. It's interesting. There isn't this year. And then there were sunscreen stations, but they were, like, hidden. And I think, I don't even know if you could use them unless you were in line for the yeah, what we do in the was, shadows she thing. Yeah, she was yelling at, that lady was yelling, like, oh, you gotta get in line yeah, <laughs> to use yeah. the sunscreen. Um, so, oh, and then the show, uh, so the show Shogun, they had a, a one o'clock samurai. Which was about 45 seconds long. And it was really lame. It was not good. It was, like, yeah. it was like four samurai and a geisha doing really bad choreography. And it lasted 45 seconds. And... That was it. I'm like, yo, <laughs> we got here at one o'clock for this. And it, it was, I think, it was labeled as a stunt show on the on the. Uh, yeah, maybe on the on the or the stunt performance or something. Yeah. So, uh, and and that also kind of goes to the same thing. There was um, Paramount Plus had a, a bar. It was called the Lodge. The Lodge, yeah, and which there was, was like you know themed as though you're in a lodge on top of the the paramount mountain yeah um which what, what is that mountain i don't know I, I googled it the other day to put it in an article yeah. but uh it's in utah i want to say that tracks <laughs> um but yeah so they had the a bunch of like tiny activations for a bunch of paramount properties so there was like a little um like a little spongebob like photo op where you could like sit behind this like Krabby Patty register. And, and I think there was supposed to be a secret there because there's like literally a button that's like colored orange, like purposefully that says press. And like it was a regular cash register that had like a piece of wood over it. So you so couldn't actually like press any buttons except for this. The one. Yeah. But then it, it wasn't working. And like we, we went back because we found um, for the, was it Yellow Jackets? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We found like a phone number hidden in a bush and I called it and it was, uh, um, 
like some re- recorded message. So we went back to the register, like, hey, can we push this button? We found a phone number in, in a bush. And the, the girl running the booth was like, oh, yeah, you can't. Like, I don't know. I tried pushing the, the button earlier, but it doesn't Yeah, it was like re- she didn't know if it was supposed to be a secret or anything either. Yeah, yeah. but the re- the cash register was plugged in. Yeah, it seems like it maybe it just wasn't working. It seems yeah. like it obviously was supposed to be something. Yeah. Um, and then, But then there was a really weird one for a new uh, Paramount Plus series that's starting called Spech- Special Ops Lioness, um, which stars like Zoe Saldana, and uh, that's all I know I've never seen it. I've never heard of it. Like, green face paint. What about blue? What about blue CG? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't know she was black. <laughs> uh, and it was like this. I don't know, it was this really like you sit down at a table and there's some guy that didn't seem that into it. Oh, they were really like that. Was like, oh, you're gonna get tested to see if you got what it takes to join the special ops. And then he, he's like, I got three tests for you, and they're gonna be timed. And then the first one's like, answer these. And he gives you a piece of paper with these, like, riddles on it, basically. Oh, do you want to know what the, the one you didn't get was? Sure. It was safety in numbers. Ah, uh, okay. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was like these word puzzles where yeah. it was the word safety with a bunch of numbers around it. Yeah. And, um... It's the trackpad. Trackpad. There That's you go. Trackpad. That's yeah, this is the very first podcast ever recorded on a Steam Deck. That you... A fact that you've not confirmed or... Anything like that. Well, we're going to confirm it until someone else disproves <laughs> you, it. Yeah, yeah. And then... If you, uh, if you disagree with that fact, give reach us out fun- to Shane at geekscape.net. Give us a five-star rating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's also, we, we, uh, we discovered uh, that the last five episodes of this show haven't been pushed to Apple Podcasts. And we found that out today because uh, uh, our uh, <laughs> Matt Kelly's like... Like, uh, our Matt Kelly, yeah. We said, like, oh, we're gonna record a podcast. He's like, yeah, you haven't really been like doing it like lately. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I keep tagging you in, in you posted cl- one like the day before you came as well, yeah. And then he showed us that the Apple podcast feed stopped updating five episodes ago. Uh, and I was like, why didn't you say anything, Matt? He's like, oh, I just thought you stopped. <laughs> he's got he's busy with 90 other podcasts, yeah. But, anyways, the, that stuff has been odd oh but yeah the puzzle and then like like the second puzzle was just like you know assemble this like there were desk toy puzzles like what what are they called like ceo tchotchkes like just like like, that and Derek got handed four brass rods and the guy goes assemble this and i'm like into what like what (laughs) you need to give me more information than that and, then and you, so I just kind of like put one on top of the other, and then I was like, the, "Like the time's just gonna run out. Like I'm not enjoying this. I this got is that, very stressful." I got that, that Millennium Puzzle apart with the spin. which is only halfway there. Yeah, yeah. But it was too heavy. I didn't want to like break it. Yeah. And then the other one was like pull a gold bar out of a box. Yeah, which was very easy. Yeah. Um, that's the one we both got. And then the pro, like you know, each each of these activations, you could like earn pieces of swag, sort of thing. So it was like. I mean, 1923, you got, like, a drink, and you could take, like, a coaster. And there was, like, a photo op where they, it was, like, an old-timey photo, which is cute. Um, the SpongeBob one, that was, like, in... Polaroid. The photo op was, like, a little Instax-based, like, instant photo. Um, and, I don't know, there was a few other ones. You could get airbrush tattoos for, like, Ink Master. Uh, but this got one, a jar of honey. Oh, yeah, the Yellow Jackets one was actually pretty cool. Uh, it was, like, 
this like little wellness themed area, which uh, I think I is associated with the I think it's associated with the second season of the show, which I've not watched yet. Um, but they gave you like a jar of honey from this wellness facility and like a deck of playing cards, which apparently are very very like like themed after something that happens in the show. So that a, that a, was actually pretty. I cool. have a buddy who collects cards. I'm gonna give him that. Yeah, yeah. So that one was pretty cool. Um, I don't know where I was going with this. Uh, <laughs> and then there was the Star Trek area where you could get a caricature. Yeah, yeah. But that was like, if you don't like, if you don't enter the the facility and go right to that, you're like not getting it done. Yeah. Um, and that looked, th- which is unfortunate because, uh, well, obviously those things take time to do. Uh, but that looked like the cool, like a cool, like actually like personal piece of like memorabilia that you could take home with you. Sort my of thing. my favorite thing that I ever got from one of these was. Um, uh, a killer condom. No, the for ki- for the movie. No, the, killer condom. Uh, no, it was a, a History Channel had like the Project Bluebeam uh, uh, show Blue about Book. Blue Book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, about Bluebeam was uh, Blue Book, but Project Blue Beam was another thing about getting um, aliens and shit. No, it was, it was about it was about corrupting the media. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you don't have to corrupt it; it's already corrupt. Exactly. Thank you, CIA. Shouts out Operation Paperclip, Operation Mockingbird. Check them out on uh, on eBay. <laughs> Truthsocial.to. No, tr- no, no, no. Truth, Truth Social. Don't go, go on there. That is a honeypot. Uh, I do not trust it. What's a honeypot? Look it up. Isn't that where the good stuff is? No, like, no. Who doesn't love honey? A honeypot is where... Um, That's what Winnie the Pooh's after. No, a honeypot is uh, something that uh, entraps you. Like, oh, this is a... this is Oh, like... It, it goes back to um, female spies sleeping with, like, heads of state. Um, and you're like, oh, I got a nice girlfriend. And it turns out you're banging a spy. Mm. There was, like, that lady from Nancy – or that dude from Nancy Pelosi's office that got caught uh, in a relationship with a, that Chinese spy, like, a couple years ago. Do you remember that? Uh, very vaguely. Yeah, yeah. So a honeypot. That's what a honeypot yeah, is. Okay. But it's all, there's also, like, whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> so um, – um, what the fuck were we talking about? Oh, so uh, the uh, the Project Blue Book at the History Channel, um, they they give you a little questionnaire to fill out like a UFO sighting you've done, yep. and then the guy would sketch it out, and you'd come back an hour later to pick it up. And I have um a, the drawing of a UFO sighting, and I was with a bunch of people when we uh, we all saw like this shit in the sky in the middle of the night. And I've showed those people and like, yo, that's exactly what what we saw. That was cool. That, that was the coolest thing. So I, I guess a caricature, but um, I'm I, I didn't have any interest in any of that Star Trek stuff. Yeah, I just thought it was a cool take home thing. Yeah, moment of you know capturing your friendship. But yeah. we did it in two other photos. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's like just some of the general stuff, which we'll do another episode, I'm sure, and talk about this like tomorrow or something. Uh. But what we should probably talk about, there's two things that we saw that are actually video game related. Oh, yeah. And that was... Uh, <laughs> Twisted Metal? <laughs> Twisted Metal, which uh, we were, you know, lucky enough to be pretty much the last people in the room yesterday to see the first 24 time. minutes of the first episode of Twisted Metal. We, we missed the first six because the room, they said, was full and they were trying to find extra seats. And they had a smoke machine that set off the fire alarms. Yes, so they had to, like, stop letting people in for a bit to, like, get the room cleared or something. It was very smoky. Yeah. Um, uh, and earlier in the day, they kind of had a, a quick 
sort of they, they, like a temporary offsite that was just for the day where they had like a bunch of cars from the show, but also the Sweet Tooth truck, which actually looked really cool. Yeah. Um, and you could go and you could get like a special salt and straw, like twisted metal themed ice cream flavor, and you got like a wooden spoon that had like a little Sweet Tooth. You symbol were really at the top. excited about this wooden. It's cute. Have you never seen a wooden spoon before? I just it, I didn't expect it. It was a nice little like piece of. Well, you know who'd want that spoon? Logan. Logan would want that spoon. He'd be excited. Send him your spoon. I threw it away. Fuck you. I didn't know he's going to be really upset at you. Where's your spoon? I'm not giving my spoon away. You kept the spoon. Yeah. You. (laughs) I get back from this event and Derek's like, "What'd you think of the spoon?" (laughs) (laughs) I the the first words of it. It was like it was just you know it it felt it's cool. It's like. Like how, like a weird little piece of twisted metal swag that's only ever gonna exist from this like three hour period. I should have kept that magazine. You know, and the the show is definitely getting canceled. But, <laughs> uh, not that I didn't enjoy it. It's just like gonna get, everything gets canceled. <laughs> like you know, sign the petition. Um, but it's you know, and it was like it felt good in my hand. It was smooth. I I like uh, I don't like large spoons, and so the size of the spoon was just the appropriate like amount of size, like amount of spoon that I would like. It was a little bit flat. I would have liked a little deeper. Um, you know, the cup of the spoon could could be a little deeper, but um, but you know, it was. It, it was it was a nice little spoon. It was a nice little mem. It's a nice little memory, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking timestamp that. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, and then uh, you know there was you could take photos of the stuff. Uh, I then went away to go to a panel for for a game called WrestleQuest, which you've talked about on the show before, and we'll probably I'll probably talk about more on the next episode because we're a little bit limited on time today. Mm-hmm. Um, but. You you slept most of the day yesterday, and I was, then I was very like, sick. I was very sick." And then I was like, "There's a special musical performance at five o'clock from like a surprise artist. You should make sure to go to it." And then you did. And, I, I woke uh, I woke up at four p.m. Like actually, I woke up at seven, but uh, I got sick. Like we went to our NBC thing at nine a.m. and I was like, "Oh, I'm not gonna make it," and I was shitting my brains out. Um, so I woke up at four and then went to the the <clears throat> musical guest, and I ran into like. Uh, a, uh, I ran into Sweet Tooth and like a marching band, and um, so I went to where the like the offsite was, and then Sweet Tooth and the marching band showed up, and then there was some some stuff that went on. I won't get too lost into the weeds, but then the musical guest came up, and it was fucking Cisco, uh, and I was like, but he came up on stage, and, and I had never seen him in person. I didn't realize how short he was. And I'm like, is this Cisco? And he took his hat off, and I, I was like, yo, that's Cisco. He got old, but he fucking killed it. Like he put on a show. Uh, he could still dance, like really good. He did a flip. Um, he was a relevant artist for this performance, based on uh, the clip that came out with, um, what's his name, Mike in the show, the main character's name. He doesn't have a name. Well, the milkman or whatever. John. Yeah. They call him John. John Doe. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Okay. I missed that part because I missed the first six minutes. Oh, yeah. He has like a little vanity oh, license okay. plate that yeah, just yeah. says John Doe on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. so so he and Sweet Tooth are like fighting in like a casino or something. Yeah. And the thong song by Cisco is playing. So that's how they brought it all together. Yeah. But I got to, yeah, I got to see Cisco do a concert. Which is pretty cool. In a, in a parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, a comic con. You, you know, we were just talking about you like you're not going to remember this like igloo activation. You know what you are going to remember? Cisco C- eating eating twisted metal ice cream with a wooden spoon <laughs> and listening to Cisco. 
<laughs> what could be better than those two things? A plastic spoon. <laughs> no, I disagree. <laughs> a metal spoon. Imagine if there were twisted metal spoons. No, that's dangerous. <laughs> you can't bring that into the convention center. They'll be like, not after that pen incident. <laughs> Uh, so then we watched the show. What did you think of the show? Like we watched the, the, again. We missed the first five minutes, so I don't really know how things were like framed. We like jumped right into it. But what did you think of what you saw of the show? Um, I liked it. it was... And w- what it, like what relationship have you had with Twisted Metal in your life? Um, I played Twisted Metal one and two. Uh, played Black. Um, I'm really into the the, the lore. Um, there's like a lot of like YouTube lore videos that talk about. All the different endings. So, like, each character, like, will win the Twisted Metal tournament and get their wish from Calypso. But it's, like, a monkey paws situation. Yeah. Where, like... Uh, those, end vi- those like, end videos were always awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They were really brutal. Like, one of them, like, one guy wanted, like, eternal life. And then he got killed right away because his life was, like... Like, yep, there you go. That's all you're... Like, I, or what did he say? I wanted to be beautiful for the rest of my life. And then he was beautiful. And then Calypso shot him. Like, you didn't say how long you were going to live. So it's like shit like that. Um, the show was, uh, it was serviceable. Um, it, it felt felt rushed. They were like setting up the story. And so the first half hour show was like. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a 30 minute show and I think 10 episodes. So it doesn't have that much time to work with. Yeah, but like the, the John Doe guy goes to the, the mayor of <clears throat> San Francisco, which like there's the, like all the cities um it's very uh like last of us where there's like a city that's like blocked off from the outside world and i don't know what calamity you know struck the world there's probably some text at the beginning that explained that yeah yeah yeah. um but uh he like he was a really good they call mailman which you know couriers um he's a really good courier and so the the leader of new New san francisco Francisco, yeah brought him inside and said, like, I have a proposition for you. Like, I want you to go pick up this package in Chicago. But it was just really, really New rushed. Chicago. New Chicago. Yeah. Um, uh, and, I don't know, Nev Campbell plays, like, the mayor or the leader of New San Francisco. And her performance was not good. No. Like, it just sounded very... Where's my check? I don't know. It was just like it, that. Like, I don't th- I don't feel like the, the show itself didn't seem like that rushed. Like especially looking back to like a game series that like there there isn't like much that much story like it's like each character's got a little opening cutscene and each character's got like a closing cutscene and then like that's it um also it doesn't seem like they're framing it around a tournament or anything in this case unless that's still to come and we haven't seen that yet but again there's only you know nine half an hour episodes i got the vibe because she she offers him yes like i can what's your wish what do you wish for exactly so it felt that felt like they're framing the the wish thing, yeah. Um, like Clip Calypso would have. Um, her name is like Raven or something. Which does Clips have anything to do with ravens? Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Um, I I don't know. It was it was like like the it was in a pretty big room. Like there was probably a couple thousand people there. A couple th- no dog. All right, it was like three hundred. It was way more than three hundred. No, yeah, it was. No, let's say a thousand. We'll meet in the middle. A thousand? Um, no way. It was there a definitely was like a There's thousand. No people way. There. There was a thousand anyway, people. Um, there was a lot of people in the room, uh, and they like most of them were laughing pretty readily throughout. Like it's got, it's got kind of the tone that you'd expect. I think. Uh, 
from like early not like I, I don't know i always frame my thoughts around like twist metal black which was very very dark but the rest of the series is like quite campy and uh and like violent but kind of silly and, and it definitely fits that framing and the, you know there's like like someone will get like their fucking head blown off or something and then there's a joke 20 seconds later sort of thing so there's a lot of like that guy got his balls shot off and everyone laughed yeah yeah so <clears throat> there's a lot of like that style of like humor in the show and it seemed to be working for most of the crowd so there was um, like a there was a funny like parallel parking scene that went on for a little bit too long the, yeah that uh, yeah 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 but, but all, all the idiots in the audience laughed they did at it. they did so you know, maybe we're the idiots you know yeah um yeah so uh, like i had fun with it i definitely like it was enough that i'll continue watching it yeah um, uh, i will um it's on peacock July twenty seventh. Yeah, yeah. Which, it was really weird seeing Cisco like check out Twisted Metal of Peacock. Thank you, Sweet Tooth, for having me. <laughs> it was a little weird. <laughs> but um, and then we saw the Genvid panel. Which... Yeah, which I thought was initially just set to be about Silent Hill Ascension, which was announced a, a little while ago. Um, and it kind of it's positioned, and I I I didn't think these guys had released anything before, but it sounded like throughout the panel. They were referencing this like Walking Dead project that they did, which I did into. It was called the Walking Dead Last Mile, which I do intend to look up and see what that looked like because I don't know this like these things. And they've got the so it didn't end up being just about Silent Hill Ascension. They started out with that for about 10, 15 minutes. They showed off a clip, um, and it, which which it, the clip uh, um, they did say it was early, um, and it's not indicative of the final quality. Right. It something about the way everybody looked in the show didn't feel right. If it, 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 it looked like, it looked like, I don't know, like PS three CG cutscenes. Not, sort of not even that. It looked like the character design just didn't look like it was, it fit the silent hill universe. Mm. It, it felt like uh what's that? um What's that game company that makes those like teen horror, like the fucking Wendigo game with, with the, with the, the chick from heroes in the, Oh, Supermassive. Supermassive, yeah. 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 The chick with heroes in the... I love those games. Until yeah. Dawn and, yeah. and the... Um, Sleepaway Camp. The, What's the camp Dark one? Pictures series. Yeah. The Quarry. The Quarry, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it, the, Which, like, I'm down for that. Yeah, no, I'm not saying... But the character design from, like, those Supermassive games... Yeah, yeah. ...in the Silent Hill universe with these, like, crazy monsters. And it just... Uh, I, don't, I don't know the best way to describe it. It looked like the player characters didn't fit fit the set dressings around them. Does that make sense? But but then they then went on to say like, hey, this is still very early, and this yeah, is not. Yeah, it's supposed to launch this year at some time. And but the whole thing around this is like, you know, it's not like a game; it's an interactive series, and like it sounds like there'll be a new content. It sounds like this like insanely lofty promise of like like there's going to be new content every day and basically you have a timed period where what you do or the decisions that you make like like it basically is like like the more people that make this decision that becomes the decision that's like canon in the game uh and that it's not a game yeah and that's not a game <laughs> the whole thing like it runs once like it's not like a telltale game or any other choice based game where you can like go back and like play it a different way or anything like that um you know once this is it this is it but then they were like oh but then there'll be like a new game plus thing where you can go again and make other decisions and it was like oh so it like but i like i just the way that they're selling this, like, it sounds really interesting and unique, and the, like, multiplayer aspect of making these decisions and choosing this path sounds cool and different, but also I'm like, what is the point? Yeah. Because, like, 
<laughs> like oh and it was like you know the silent hill game it was like all of these big decisions that that are made and that like you know decide whether or not these characters live or die or what happens to them and all that all that sort of stuff like it just you know if you're playing that in a in a telltale game or any other choice based game like like you just go down that path and but you can just like play it again like what does it matter that this only happens once aside from like like oh they've chosen this so now we only we don't need to animate this path anymore like what i don't i don't understand the benefit of yeah i i think i think it was um uh and like and if it's a daily thing like what uh, you get like 90 seconds of content a day because like like how is this whole thing framed like it still seems so early on and it like i'm really intrigued by it and they announced like they also announced during this panel you know they've got partnerships with Gearbox. They're working on a uh, whatever the fuck they make Borderlands, <laughs> um, and they're partnering with DC and they're doing a DC one. And it's like the heroes can become the villains, and the villains can become the heroes, and like it's all up to you. And it just sounds like and, oh, and this was most of the panel. It got a bit better in the Q and A period, but the panel was one of the worst panels I've ever seen <laughs> because it was literally like scripted, like yeah. from start to finish. I don't think so. Greg Miller hosted it. I don't think he was scripted, although he did have a binder of like points that he was supposed to make. Um, But like, then each other person sat down and opened their binder, and like the first guy kind of played it off a bit better, but the second guy was very clearly just like reading it. And every the description for each game or each interactive series, the DC one, the Borderlands one, and the Silent Hill one, it was like it was just like insert series name here the decisions are up to you and the choices that you make will change the world of x property forever like (laughs) like the like like i found a box of cliff bar here and some dude would come up like hey well i'm so and so yeah Uh, so tell us about your part of things like uh cliff bar is made to sustain athletes at all levels it was it was that level of robotic yeah yeah and uh and even so the gearbox lady came up and she, she kind of threw shade at oh, the whole yeah, thing because yeah. she's like, "This binder says that so, I am excited." <laughs> that was hilarious. But then she went along with the script for the rest of it, and so I was like, "I was like, this feels very Borderlandsy, where like I'm edgy and against the grain, but really I'm not. I'm well, just cell shaded." Well, I think so. The 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 thing that kind of uh, it was yeah, it was obviously Genvid is the name of the company that does these things and the guy who's the head of the company kind of he said uh i'm absolutely the dungeon master and we tune each event uh so that uh, it it sounded i feel like that was fine because that was in reference to like there was multiple questions about like what about when people like the internet sucks and what about people what about when people try to manipulate this or like like you know start a thing where like they go in and like make try to make all the choices that just kill every character so it's over and he just talked about like they have access to all the data of what people are doing and they'll you know if there is like nefarious shit happening they'll like reverse it or stop that or like make their choices way less or something so like they said while like like organically they won't change the outcome of anything that's happening you know they 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 won't let oh skittles um Sorry, was that Arctic Snow Cone? Is yeah. that what? Why isn't? What is the name? Why is the why is the snow? What makes it Ar- Arctic Snow Cone? I don't know. I've it's not from this. the. It's also not a snow cone. It's literally liquid. Can I try some? I do not. Try some. No, I'm good. 
See what color it is. No, I don't want to. Uh, I, th I got the vibe, uh, especially when everybody had scripts and binders that they had to follow. This guy was a control freak because he kept saying, I'm the dungeon master. I'm the dungeon master. And I can, and it sounded like I can, I won't change an outcome, but I can tune the weight of like everything. Which I thought made sense. I think you're reading too far into it. Um, wow, I didn't expect it to be pink based <laughs> on the fact that the can is blue. I don't want it. Just no, try a sip. No, no, a little no. taste. No, Come on. No. Uh, smell it. I mean, it smells like normal. Yeah. Um, I don't like. I I am, and to be getting new Silent Hill content at all is great. And I'm. And they had. Uh, I like. I left that panel being like, I want to see what this Walking Dead Last Mile thing is to see what this thing might look like because that felt very unclear to me. Like a lot of it, and I, I don't want to say scammy. Like yeah. Like it just felt like like. And, and less so when I found out that they have done this thing before that was partnered with Skybound that, like, they said got millions of, like, people playing it or something like that. That made it feel more real. But the fact that there was, like, it was, like, here's a cutscene, a very early cutscene of a, one possibility that might happen sort of thing, like, and the rest of it was just talk. But it's, like, here's these partnerships that we've gotten with these big-ass companies. It was, like, it felt like it was, like, one of those companies that... <laughs> I don't know. They won't be here. In it was a year. like we'll be. We're gonna have full self driving by next summer. It was like <laughs> one of those things where it was like we're promising this amazing shit that like it's not gonna actually happen in any way. Like what we've just said, sort of thing. Like that's really the vibe I got. Um, but maybe that's not the case, and maybe this last mile thing uh, would be really good. So yeah, um, I, I don't. Um, I I got a vibe. Yeah, they said it's going to be free to play, but they didn't want to talk about the monetization. I'm like, how are they going to make money off of this if they're anim? He said that the the cinematics that they are going to have to animate is more than any other Silent Hill game put together. I mean, the last one was a PS3 game, so but like cutscenes and stuff, like yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. It's tough, but like, are you? I don't know. Is each choice is going to have three paths, but so did all the Telltale games. But those paths, you could go and replay it, and like. Oh, and the thing that I was stoked, and then uh, he said, when when it's done, we we have new game plus where you can go it's back. It's like a what if mode where yeah. you can make a different decision. And it's like, oh, so it's so just like the games that you were just like saying, like you'll never be able to play it yeah, again. Yeah. But the the he said the canon options will be grayed out, and you could choose the you could. Yeah. So, Which is interesting, like, story-wise, but it's also, it just feels that like That breaks it, the gimmick. Cheap, like, yeah. what's the point? <laughs> yeah, which they really, really pushed multiple times throughout. I, like, I, I don't know. I'm probably going to look up this, this, whatever the company was called. I wanna, Genvid. Genvid. I want to see that um, and see what that looks like. I, no, I don't sip things that other people have sipped. I'll get in your cup. No, I don't want it. I just don't want it. <laughs> just leave me alone. <laughs> Let me have my spoon and stop making fun of me. Let me have my comic. Uh, I ha like I I th I don't know. I I think that I want to hear more about what you think of the whole thing. But we're out of time for now. We have yep. another, we have another event to get All to. Right. Um, we yeah like sorry for the rapid fire, not focused episode. Uh, like every episode of this show. But uh, yeah, we're gonna post this probably in the next few hours. And we'll be back tomorrow with less of a time limit, I think. And we can jump more into some of the things we've done. Talk more Twisted Metal. Talk more Genvid. Talk more Scams. Talk to Energy Drinks. Free hip-hop. Free hip-hop. Uh, oh, I lost my wallet. You lost and found. Yeah. That was the... Uh, yeah, thanks you know, for ruining the, that, that, that teaser. Okay. Well, <laughs> I was going to leave him hanging. 
that's a dick move. Yeah, you yeah. fucked up. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs>